Good morning. Here we are. It's the podcast. And it's Wednesday. It's Tire Girls Club. I'm Becca. I'm Jamie. And we are here talking about love. Yeah, Valentine's Day is Friday, and we figured we would do a pod about what it means to be in love and in a relationship. Because if you didn't know, Jamie and I are in love and in relationships. We are. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, you know... It, it's a real deal. Uh-huh. I feel like we kind of dive deep into all the nooks and crannies of what love really is. Ooh, maybe I'll get my nooks and crannies dived oh. into. I already did. And I was like, <laughs> come on, I'm running late. Oh, no. So okay. I need to get that done again. All right. <laughs> We're, we'll leave you with that right now, but keep <laughs> listening. We don't get that weird. It's actually no. very helpful. I don't even think we talked about sex until right now. We did not. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so just, you're welcome. It is safe for work. I promise. Just this intro wasn't. Yeah. No. And okay. um, safe for work. Yeah. You know, you never heard that. No. It's I swore like, a lot in this one. Oh, I swore a lot in all of them. We're never safe for work. Because, <laughs> you know, like people, you're like scrolling videos and stuff. And the last thing you want is like you know a naked picture to like pop up if you're like in the office cubicle Uh, but you need like puppies you know safe Mm. safe for corporate work yeah something like that Hmm. i can't believe you've never heard that no all right i've heard like it's pg Uh or whatever well we're still not that either (laughs) (laughs) okay anyway happy valentine's day tired girls yeah we love you thank you for um being our people yeah thanks for being part of the tire girls club yeah we appreciate you we do have a great day yeah give the people what they want here we are are we welcome on welcome to the pod hey hi good morning happy, happy hump day great morning <laughs> why do people say good morning they should say great morning awesome morning awesome morning it's an awesome morning <laughs> except it's fucking freezing again <sighs> guys this like gloomy weather and it's like 40s and raining and overcast and wet and cold and annoying and it's gonna be all week i think oh god well it's already been all week but i think it's going more too i mean uh, r.i.p my vitamin d (laughs) i know i'm like i think i have to go up my vitamin d a little bit Uh uh-huh i bought the wrong one usually i take ten thousand i use and i only got a thousand i use so i'm like you gotta take a lot of them yeah you're gonna take them all within two days i'm like about ready to go into a tanning bed Ooh, and that's disgusting no offense sounds nice and like toasty yeah warm i've never been in one so whatever but so claustrophobic girl can dream yeah and it just smells like tanning lotion it's just i don't like it but Mm. honestly i'm like needing the feeling of warmth on my skin right now sunshine yeah oh my god well you know what else is warm what else is warm, JMO? The fuzzy feelings you get from love. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say this like delightful Ouch. cinnamon coffee. Uh, this cinnamon coffee is the shit. Oh if you guys are living in Austin, hey, Ooh. go get this summer moon cinnamon moon. Yep, coffee. it's their little seasonal thing. It tastes like cinnamon toast crunch, but like warmed up. 
milk. Oh, my God. I just drank this whole thing in a matter of 10 minutes. Yeah. But it's oat milk. It's cinnamon. It's coffee. Mm. It's just purely delightful. It's the most amazing thing. Yeah. I've had in a long time. I know. Right? <laughs> I think they made this for us. They did. I think this is the signature. Mm-hmm. T-G-C-P-C. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, fuzzy feelings and love. We're in a good mood because this week is Valentine's Day. Yeah, guys. It's Valentine's Day. It'll be on Friday. What, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. Probably just go oh, get it's dinner. your anniversary tomorrow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aww. our date anniversary. Seven years. It's so crazy to think about, especially with like <clears throat> how crazy our relationship has been and like the roller coasters of the ups and the downs and mm-hmm. just like we've started dating and moved to Austin twice and moved all over and then Here got you married and then got separated and then got back together again and then here we are in love love i think there's something to say though about you know i think for us we try to do everything we were supposed to do Mm -hmm. but doing the things that we were quote unquote supposed to do completely like ruined everything so now that we don't do anything that we're supposed to do and it just works so well (laughs) it's great I mean, every relationship is their own, you know? And if you're not in it, it's kind of like mind your own business. And what works for some people won't work for other people. And what works for other people will never work for somebody else. Totally. And it's just all about fucking staying in your lane and doing your shit and putting your own relationship on whatever priority scale you're putting it. Mm-hmm. Shall we pull a card before we, card. like, dive too, too deep? Sure. <clears throat> Oh, Oracle Deck. I wonder what the Oracle Deck of Love has to say. Hey, Oracle Deck of Love. I'm just going to say of love after everything today. (laughs) This is the podcast of love. That's what I'm going to call it. You already know. Yes. Okay, Oracle Deck. Today we are talking about love, relationships, and Valentine's Day, and all things. Are there like air signs? I bet it's going to be an air There definitely is air signs. Did you just manifest that? Maybe it'll be something cute. I mean, we'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> Time will tell. What is the podcast of love oracle card? Oh my god! I think that should be our <laughs> our, our new theme song. Yeah. Dear Oracle Deck, we're talking about love. We're talking about. Ooh, we should like talk so like ooh. I know, oracle so Deck. sensual. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about love. love. This is the love podcast. Ew. <laughs> What's your favorite love song? I don't have one. I'm struggling with the whole love situation. I don't love very easily. I don't love without anger. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think you love. I just. Oh. Oh. That one oh. Oh. Right oh. Oh. Who? It's an air sign. Who? I did it. <laughs> I did it. Ooh. You guys, we got an owl. I wonder what the fuck the owl means. I know, right? Because I'm like, don't owls normally mean death? No. Um, I think we got the owl once before because this seems familiar. It's so cute, but though. It says abundance, clairvoyant, mm. and treasures. Cute. <gasps> Sweet. The owl is a mysterious and otherworldly creature found in folklore from east to west. The white owl in this particular deck is a champion of the goddess Lakshmi and represents wealth, beauty, and good fortune. When the owl card appears, it's an omen that a boon or treasure is on the way, either in spiritual or material form. 
With owl wisdom on your, your side, you'll see and know exactly what to do with this boon, how it can further serve your dharma and bring abundance to the world. Trust that the wellspring of treasures is infinite. When in balance, generous, trusting, and secure. When out of balance, money quarrels and scarcity to bring into balance an offering. Mm. Hmm. Cute. Maybe it's like love. <laughs> Maybe love is the, the treasure. I'd say. And I feel like if you need to make an offering, it's so sweet because Valentine's Day is in a couple days, so you're going to be offering your significant other. Your vagina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Maybe a card, mm. maybe food, a hug, hopefully food as well. Maybe and like sex little, and food, that's all I need really. Yeah, like a little <laughs> snack. At Costco, they have these um, heart-shaped macaroons. Wait, what? You need to relay the fucking message to my husband because <laughs> I want them. I'm going to go get some. <laughs> Brian told me he has a present for me for Valentine's Day, and I was like not expecting him to say that and now I'm like oh, fuck I have a day to figure this shit out I know I haven't gotten Alex anything either and I'm like <laughs> what do I get him I know he's like I just kind of looked at him and I think he knew I was like panicking on the inside and he said well yeah it's like Valentine's Day that's what you do is get people gifts and I was like oh well we didn't get each other gifts for Christmas or our anniversary so I was thinking that we were just going to slide by this one, too, but I was wrong. So uh, any ideas, people? <laughs> I would say, <laughs> like, just give them, like, something, uh, like, small and thoughtful. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Cause I know. I have a card. I usually, yeah, I need to get Alex a card, and he really likes cards. That's sweet. So, so his love language is words. I think his love language is everything because he needs it all. He needs all of it. Uh, all the love he can get. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, well, what are you guys going to do? Well, we're going to hang out. You yeah. and I are <laughs> hanging out on Friday. We're getting our auras, like, taking a picture of. Yes. Does that make sense? I'm yeah. fucking pumped. I can't wait. I've been wanting to do this for, like, three years. Wait, ever since I but it's it. down south, right? Yeah. Okay. We got to get there. What time is it at? I want to say 5.30, so it's going to be a bitch. Okay. Oh, yes, it is. Um, Let me check really fast here because I just need to know for my own well-being. Otherwise, it's going to distract me this whole time. I know. I hear you. Um, so, oh, yeah, I'll be done at like four. Oh, perfect. Give you an hour to get across the fucking river. Yeah, definitely, which I'm going to fucking need it. Yeah, probably. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. Me too. Unless I can think of something to do down south and, like, make a day of it, but... I know. Ooh, maybe I can go to the mall and <laughs> buy Brian a present. Ooh, perfect. Ugh. Perfect. Oh, my tits hurt. I'm usually such a gifty gal, but I feel like I'm out of practice. You are a gifty gal. You know what? You've been distracted. Sure. I feel like you... <clears throat> Your schedule changed a lot. I feel like mm -hmm. even me, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck my new schedule is and to get a new routine in my life. I know. But things are good. Things are good. How did you and Alex fall in love? I don't even know how. It just kind of happened. Because um, it's the date of first. Are you going to be anything special? Um, I mean, probably. I mean... I hope so. I think so. I don't know. I'm just in this like really weird like <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it. <sighs> I wrote down some notes 
so I didn't get off on a tangent because if you guys don't know, my relationship has been crazy. Um, so I feel like when we first met each other, ooh, okay. a spicy. when we first met each other, <clears throat> we, we were both kind of in like a really weird part of our life mm-hmm. and we didn't actually hang out <clears throat> for like a month and a half after we met. And then when we did hang out, it wasn't like we were like interested. We were just like hanging out because um, him and his roommate just moved into this house and he had friends that knew my ro- my roommate at the time. I don't know. It was weird. But then after a few times of hanging out, I came on to him first. But then, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I don't know. Then we like started hanging out. We kind of just like didn't stop hanging out. And we really just enjoyed each other's company. And we were, like, best friends. We still are. But, like, when we first started dating, it was, like, really intense. Like, we were just buddies and friends. And it was so great. Um, We did a lot of things. Life was just easier then, too. Like, rent was cheap. Work Mm -hmm. was fine. Um, Freedom was there. Money was there. Like, everything was just so easy and comfortable and... Like, we had a roommate, and, like, he was really cool, and, like, we were just, like, doing fun stuff, but he was 25 and I was 21, so we were young. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as <clears throat> time went on, kind of talking about, like, what you're supposed to do versus, like, what is best for your relationship, I think we just kind of got stuck in the ideology of, like, what it should look like instead of, like, being, like, what is this, you know, realistic, yeah. like, what like to sustain a relationship that's perfect all the time just wasn't wasn't possible isn't possible relationships aren't perfect all the time um but yeah i mean i feel like our love for each other has always been more than like the hurt or anything like that especially like we're together now i'd say we're probably more in love now than we ever have been um i think because when you separate from somebody you kind of what is that saying um you don't know what you got till it's gone Mm -hmm. kind of situation so i think we're in the moments now where we kind of put away the ideology and we're just kind of living out like what's best for us in our own little authentic fashion i think there's a lot of people that get stuck in that and like high expectations of their significant others and when you live with high expectations of your significant others, then you grow resentment, you know? Because people can't, yeah. like, live up to your expectations. Especially if you don't communicate them. Totally. Or totally. if you communicate them in, like, an angry way. Yeah. Or something. Absolutely. Like, you should expect your partner to be, like, faithful and respectful. And you should expect your partner to... Like, there are certain expectations that maybe are non-negotiables for each person. <clears throat> but... I don't know I think I think for the first time like we probably fell in love all over again after getting back together so that's cool mm-hmm. um he was the one that told me he loved me first because I don't do feelings <laughs> and he does all of them for us so uh yeah I don't know it's been a crazy crazy adventure but I don't know I guess you pick your battles and you figure out it's worth it I will say you guys are super dorky and cute <sighs> so nowadays dorky. yeah I know and so cute and that makes me want to vomit (laughs) (laughs) 
What about you? What about you and Brian? Tell us about your love story. My our love story. Um, we met through mutual friends. Shout out Metal Gypsy. Hey, Metal Gypsy. Katie was my friend. Her husband Tyler is Brian's friend. Um, Tyler and Katie got married. I was a bridesmaid. Brian was the best man. Um, I had a boyfriend at the time who I'd been with for like almost three years, and that wasn't really going as planned. <laughs> um, I mean, when you talk about love, uh, there's another one of those sayings that's like, what is it? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is another saying. Like, love doesn't pay the bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, love. Isn't that like a Destiny Child lyric? Probably. <laughs> Something like you need more than love itself to be able to like make a relationship work. You need communication. You need fucking uh, respect for each other. You need communication again and again and again and again and again. Communication, I think, is like the number one recipe for any sort of love situation. Right. And you guys are really good at that. Yes. Me and my ex-boyfriend were not. And so... (laughs) Um, talk about resentment so yeah that was kind of going off the rails and I was young also I think I was 18 when I started dating that guy and I was 21 when we broke up and I got with Brian and I'm also one of those serial monogamous that's just story of my life but no regrets yeah no regrets no regrets so I met Brian and he was kind of like the exact opposite of my boyfriend at the time and which was like actually really conflicting and hard because like I really did like love my ex-boyfriend like we were just it was all the feelings all the time and it was just like really messy feelings and like codependent ones and like Mm -hmm. we were just like so in the feels yeah and you know really like cared about each other but we just couldn't do anything it was just not good I don't know wasn't healthy wasn't healthy but with Brian it was more like he was fun and outgoing and like exciting and nice and I don't know a people person which was refreshing and just like all of these things that I was like oh yeah uh uh-huh I'm gonna I'm gonna date him and I pretty much (laughs) knew that like when I met him like and Katie was trying to set me up with him even though I had a boyfriend but that's who Katie is she knows yeah um and yeah I definitely came on to him first obviously and he was like really confused and um (laughs) he was still like trying to you know he was kind of like in his prime I was 21 Brian was 27 I think when maybe he was like 26 when we met but turned 27 like when we saw each other again and um yeah he was like in his prime uh man escapading mm-hmm. around living his truth and I was quickly shut that down yeah. <laughs> I was like mm, you're no mm-mm. you're not gonna be doing that anymore and he was like but and I was like mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. no no that's no. kind of how Alex was we're too. gonna be together and yeah. he was like it took him took him some time but here we are five years later things are good happy we talk and I can't really think of anything that's really goes to awry other than my emotions and me learning how to deal with them so that they don't like hurt his feelings but I'm still trying to fucking learn that I know well same yeah 
I think there's something to be said though about like communicating about a situation before it gets too out of hand. Oh yeah. Like <clears throat> that is something that Alex and I are still working on is communication because to him like he has his viewpoints. Mhm. And I have my viewpoints and I feel like it's like it, communication's a confrontation. Yeah. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be but I feel like there's something to be said about being vulnerable in communication that forces people to act like they have to protect themselves. Right. So, I don't know. Communication is something that we're still working on. But I think I think it's working. Everything is just, just like you have to like roll with the punches, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like nothing... There's no right or wrong relationship. There's no right or wrong way to go about things. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think you just have to, like, know your own, like, limits and boundaries, too. And you'll have to, like, figure out other people's as well or the other person in the relationship. But the only way to learn those is by testing them. And then, of course, there's going to be, like, weird shit, like, at the beginning. And I think that that's why... I don't know. A lot of people that are dating and try to date, why it doesn't work because they just have such high expectations and just like have this idea that the perfect person's just going to like fall right into their lap and then it's going to be like the most amazing, like easiest thing of all time and no one's going to have to change or, you know, yeah. maybe not change, but what's the, what's the word? Like, um, like mold into their. Yeah, but there's like a word. Uh, I don't know. Oh God, starts with the C. Starts with the C. Conform? No. Um, oh God. They're gonna have to uh, compromise. Compromise oh. somewhere. Well, isn't that what a relationship is? Is all about compromise? Yes, it is. I, I think so. Yeah, I feel like there's something too about being like self-aware enough. Where like, I don't know. I feel like there are people that aren't so self-aware. Okay, sass pants. That. I know. I'm popular. <laughs> too popular <laughs> too cool for school I have it on mute so I don't know why it keeps doing that but whatever but I feel like yeah I forgot what I was gonna say self-awareness oh yeah self-awareness I think is key in relationships and mm-hmm. if you're not self-aware enough to be able to you know acknowledge when you're wrong cause you're probably wrong sometimes too and I think that was something that we struggled with a lot before was oh I'm never wrong and then he would be like well I'm never wrong and then be mm-hmm. like, well, fuck you, you actually are wrong. And I, that just is a recipe for disaster instead of being like, okay, maybe I'm n- right in this scenario, but if we're arguing and things, the waters are not settled, what can I do to settle the waters? Like being self-aware and being just like, I don't know, I want to say humility, but not really just, I don't know, compromise. Like, you don't always have to be right. And I don't even... I think when you start making it an are you right or are you wrong, that's when it just automatically is off the rails. Because then you're already ostracizing the other person and it's like a power struggle. Yes. When if you're just feeling a certain way, feelings aren't right or wrong. They are just feelings. They're just just feelings. They just are. So, yeah, maybe you probably feel like you're right or it's like it hurts your feelings when something doesn't go your way but that doesn't mean that your way is 
the right way the right way but you are feeling something and that's valid and that should be communicated but you should be able to like look at yourself and be like okay my significant other you know stepped on my toes and I'm upset but this but it was something innocent you know like he didn't know that it was going to hurt my feelings and why does it hurt my feelings or what is my value here that is is it something that I just need to get over and like learn from myself and realize that oh I'm feeling this way because of some outdated expectation of my own self Mm -hmm. and something that I believe to be true that I need to actually grow from and I shouldn't take it out on them when they're you know they didn't do anything you know there's something to be said about that like yeah well how can you grow from the situation Mm -hmm. like being in a relationship is a choice and you need to choose that person you cannot choose yourself you have mm-hmm. to always put the person first. And there is something to say again about like self-love and self-worth. Like I think it is loving yourself when you are selfless to your significant other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like there, there's something to say about yeah, just like being confident in yourself and who you are and in your own power because it makes those difficult situations easier to deal with. It makes compromise more of like a gift rather than like a final I guess I'll have to compromise mm-hmm. you know I I feel like yeah compromising is a gift that every relationship of, should have like compromising and communication are two and like lack of expectation oh yeah. gosh it's just you gotta let people just be themselves right and think about all the ways that they are also a human being with feelings and what compromises and sacrifices are they making for you that you're just like too entitled to notice you know like you just expect everyone I don't know I that's like my idea of of people when I just hear some people I know talk about dating and what's wrong when why nothing went past like a second date or something it's just like usually petty bullshit and they're just like not willing to give people the chance or like the benefit of the doubt and it's like everyone's searching for the same thing everybody wants to be loved everybody wants to you know have respect and be respected by one another and especially if they're out there trying to date like they're obviously looking for something you know that they don't have yeah it's hard for me because like you hear people talk about these dates that they went on and it's like oh why aren't you gonna text this person back and there's this like a long checklist of what's wrong Mm -hmm. and I think to I don't know, wait for somebody who fills all your check boxes. Like, right. It's not going to happen. Mm-mm. And, and even it's like, if it does, and you are perfect. Yeah. Like, and yeah. perfectly aligned with them and their idea. Like, why do you think that you're just like such hot oh, shit? Oh my God. Yeah, I know. And like, at the end of the day, even if they do, if they are perfect on paper, again, they're still human. Mm-hmm. They're going to fuck up. You're going to get pissed at them. There are going to be days where you're like, oh my God, I fucking hate this person. It's just a lot of like insecurity and that vulnerability, yeah. you know, like when <clears throat> Brian and I first got together, I thought for a long ass time, like, I mean, even up and through recently, it probably took like three years for me to be like, <laughs> you know, like fully even relaxed. And Brian and I have a great relationship, but it was a lot of like me still being insecure and being like, well, am I even what he wants? And then I just have to tell myself, well, if I wasn't, he wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, like people just as I would, like if this isn't something that I want in my life, I'm not going to do it. Like I'm yeah. not going to do anything I don't want to fucking do because no, there's ain't got time for that. Ain't shit. got time for that. Like Mm-mm. just not going to happen. So I'm just like constantly 
making the choice, constantly like reaffirming that like this life is manifested and intentional and we are choosing to be with each other and to put each other first. And one conversation about like, I don't know, some type of weird feelings that somebody got over nothing isn't going to take down what we have, you know, like one little slip up or one, one problem really isn't enough to make a big difference unless it's like obviously something that's like a huge blow you know like cheating or something that's like really 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 a deal breaker but But you have to figure out to say about that though like right infidelity you have to I mean no it's not good if you're in a healthy relationship and the other person is completely blindsided right then that's one thing and if you are completely selfless but I mean, just like with my situation, it I struggled with like wanting to get back together with Alex. Mm-hmm. And I struggled with, you know, can I get past this? And there are still days where I'm like, can I get past this? Right. But I feel like my, the forgiveness and the love that I have for him outweighs the hurt that yeah. it caused. And it's not like I have to look at him as a human as well. And like that was his lesson. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, his poor time in his life and I mean did he learn from it I hope so yeah but yeah I mean I there's I couldn't I couldn't just be like "Mm, no I mean I did want to be like "Mm, no over it completely over it but you know it was gonna hurt whether we were together or separate yeah and even if I did move on from it separate from him I don't know I feel like it would probably hurt worse. Like, I feel like I had to give him the opportunity to be sorry. And I feel like I had to give my, you know, relationship and my marriage an opportunity to move on from it. Not saying that, you know, if anything crazy were to ever happen again, I'm like, no, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You just need to know where what your absolute, like, deal breakers are. You know, mm-hmm. like, for me, it's, like, obviously cheating on me or... um I don't know if he like hurt my dog yeah <laughs> like intentionally yeah or just like uh I don't know just a real 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 lapse in judgment like that would yeah be something to consider but there's but hurt people hurt it, people though and I feel yeah, like exactly it's it, you have to be able to put your ego aside and look at this person as a human and be mm-hmm. like how how were they feeling when they did these things why did they do these things like this was their reaction it wasn't their response it was probably super impulsive like not thought through Mm -hmm. i mean self-soothing for sure like there's all these things that you can choose to you know have compassion for this person for um yeah when people fuck up like it is so easy just to like run the other way and just be like you fuck you you hurt me but right I mean, you know, you know if you have a good person in mm-hmm. your life or not. You you should know, you know, yeah, the I mean, best and the worst of this person. And there were like many times at the beginning where I could have been like, absolutely not. You know, I'm not going to keep going with this. Like, you're not learning. You're not figuring this out that like I'm serious and you're just keep like, why do you keep making the choices that you're making? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't 
what I'm willing to put my time and effort into, you know? And so it's just a lot of like, again, boundary pushing. Like he had to learn what my boundaries were and like, he's still trying to learn what my boundaries are. And that we still have conversations about like, I don't know, little shit that like comes up once in a blue moon. And I'm like, "Mm, you need to think about this in like a different way, just because it makes me feel a little weird. And he's like, Luckily, he's one of those people that's like really receptive to that and is like, okay, well, just let me know what I can do and not do and I'm good. Like, yeah. we're, we're cool. You know, and it comes back to like communication and talking about those things, even when they do hurt. And for me, it, it's, I mean, way more often than not me getting like upset about something. Um, but it forces me to like sit in that vulnerable position where I have to say, yeah, this makes me feel bad. Don't do it. And telling somebody no is hard telling somebody that i'm feeling a certain way is hard mm-hmm. having a half a conversation where they're trying to ask you to explain why you feel a certain way is hard mm-hmm. especially if it is like irrational and it's just like one of those feelings yeah and then it just half the time i just feel stupid because it is usually something stupid but you know well, you can't help real. the feelings yeah you know? like feelings come and go yeah like it could feel weird now and then think about it a month from now and be like why was i feeling that way right you know and especially like women being hormonal and stuff like fuck i'm a crazy Mm -hmm. person like two weeks before my period like (laughs) it is it i don't know i think there's something to be said about you know don't get caught up in your feelings either Mm -hmm. like your feelings will change your feelings you know and if they don't then maybe you like look into that and like meditate about it but usually if you're pissed off at somebody it's like it's just it's a reflection on you yeah and half the time it's I mean more than half the time it's a reflection of me just being insecure within my own self you know and like when I get upset about something it's like this is actually a me problem it's not him like because I do know that he wouldn't intentionally do anything to hurt me or damage our relationship like because I know that over these last five years he has made a lot of decisions and chosen to put me first and to put us first and to have a relationship with me when he could be out doing literally anything else he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But I know that over time he's just been working and changing his own mindset and figuring out what his values are and like growing through this with me. And yeah, guys, I you've got to let just... your significant others grow. You have to. Like, you can't expect I didn't them even... to stay the same. And I didn't even realize, like, that he was doing it either because I'm so self-absorbed and, like, stuck up in my own growth and trying to figure this out. But sometimes it's like, okay, he's doing it too. And, like, thank God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like... Um... Yeah, I feel like you can't expect the person to stay the same forever. Like, you're going to grow. You don't want somebody to. No, absolutely. And there are things called growing pains. And there are things Mm -hmm. that you go through. Like, there's something to say about, you know, things have to fall apart to put them back together again. And not Mm -hmm. be completely destroyed, but maybe sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to start over new. And for me, I think that's something that's so great is, you know, everything that happened through our relationship and our marriage and our separation like we didn't really have a choice but to come back together Mm -hmm. I said clean slate but it's not because those emotions are still there but to make it but you're choosing to look at it focus more on 
like a clean slate yeah. attitude. You yeah, know? definitely. And, you know, we wouldn't have ever been able to do that if we wouldn't have ever separated. So right. as much as it was a painful time in both of our lives, like, I think it's what we needed to be able to, you know, move forward and kind of like wipe the slate clean. Like mm-hmm. there was so much resentment and then now coming back together, it's like, okay. Don't want that again. <laughs> Let's nope. just leave that broken yeah, down there. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I don't know. It is so great now. And don't get me wrong. Like there are times where I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, we're not doing this. But I was able to do a lot of the work to be able to mediate those situations. Yeah. And I think he's just so emotional and I'm just so like, I mean, my Aries moon, I'm like, no, we don't have time for the wishy-washy, like letting this argument last for a week. Like either we're going to deal with it and move on mm-hmm. or we're not. And you know what happens if we don't. Right. And I think putting it into perspective of like, we need to make a choice because yeah you we know what living without each other feels like mm-hmm. so when it comes down to arguments it's like is that what you want no well then let's talk about it and move on and get the fuck over it because yeah. yeah it's just a waste of time to argue mm-hmm. it really is it's a waste of time to you know sit there and point fingers it's a waste of time to blame your significant other for your shit like not your shit feelings because everybody's feelings are valid but like but it you have like your feelings are a choice if somebody like fucks you over you can either be like fuck that person blah blah blah, or you could be like oh that sucks Mm -hmm. now i see it's a lesson move on and i think with a relationship or anything like i mean and in life, you grow from failure, but I think it's more so you grow 10 times more with the support you have after a failure, mm-hmm. you know? So if somebody does fuck up, it's going to be really hard for them to just, like, get back on their feet, you know? It's so much more helpful if you can look at that person and say, hey, yeah, I see where you, you know, may have went wrong or where may where I may have even failed you but like let's get out of this together and then you build trust and you build this support and then it's not only easier to get better but it's like just exponentially so you know like you need the support so just like if somebody fucks up and you just shit on them about it and you're like yeah you fucked up that's not helping anybody Mm -hmm. nobody feels good in that situation Mm -hmm. you have to have that like level of compassion and you know empathy and willingness to you know put somebody else that may need it put someone first yeah exactly sometimes again focus on those people and their feelings and like helping them learn and grow yes because then it'll be better for you too yes and faster (laughs) you guys you know your significant other Mm -hmm. and if there are people that give you red flags then that's something to look into but if you've been with somebody for a few years like, you know the good, the bad, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. So when they act poorly, I think it's important to kind of reflect on like, okay, what, like, is this the best version of themselves or are they just having a human experience? Mm-hmm. And where can I help them in a loving way <laughs> learn and grow? Yeah. Like, you have to approach But still keep your boundaries. 
But you still have to, yeah. you can be loving about it. Yeah. Um, I always think about when I was dating my one ex-boyfriend and uh, we were coming up on our two-year anniversary or something and my mom was like, how long has it been? And I said, two years. And she said, oh, well, just because it's been two doesn't mean you have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was it. like, okay, mom, thanks. <sighs> yes. Uh, it's so true. Like, I don't... So I you really don't. I've never been in love before, Alex. Like, that was the thing I've always just kind of like bopped around in these relationships and I had one that was just like super unhealthy but Mm -hmm. I like took care of his mom so I feel like there was like a sense of like I was needed there but I didn't want to be there and yeah that was just a waste of my time but lessons to be learned but I mean there like Alex is the only person I've ever been like faithful to because he's the only person I've ever been like okay this is worth it Okay, like, I really see this genuine person that has, you know, like, I see his potential in life, and I see, like, I see, I see him as a whole, his good, his bad, and everything in between, and I still choose him, and I think that's kind of what love is. Like, we're sitting here talking about love, but kind of talking about the difficulties, but I think that's what it is is like choosing that person through the difficulties i don't think love is something that feels good all the time right Ugh, no it's like and that's where people you know they get so upset when it's not perfect and they Mm -hmm. get so upset when you know the person does change and it's like well you should celebrate that yeah love is a choice it's a fucking choice love is a choice it's mm-hmm. not always rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. Even for me, who's from the outside, has like it all. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still definitely hard conversations that we have, and emotion-filled conversations, and we've had to learn how to come together to have those hard conversations, which all takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time. I do think it's like crazy when people meet and then they get married in like two weeks and then they're together for like 77 years it's like how how does that even happen but if you even talk to those people they say the same thing that like it's a choice like and it's still not even ever easy for them they just decided right then and there that they wanted to make the choice to be together and to learn to grow together and to love together and yeah be with each other it was a choice at the beginning you know and love is so like it it is so it changes from like person to person like each Mm -hmm. individual you know looks at love differently and looks at what it means to be in a relationship differently and looks at Mm -hmm. like what it means to be committed to somebody differently like i feel like the love word is just so it's like a commitment Mm -hmm. and you don't have to love everything about another person either like no they can have in your eyes what are flaws and faults and you don't have to love every little bit about it but as long as you're still not like holding that against them or you know having a bitchy attitude about it just like choose to overlook some things you know guys it is so hard and so heavy to hold on to shit mm-hmm like you just, just have to go. let it go yeah exactly like 
it will weigh you down and then the more shit that you start piling on top of it the heavier it gets Mm -hmm. and then the longer it takes to take off the entire pile of shit you put on yourself like Mm -hmm. it and you may grow to love those things about somebody when you just like figure out why you're being such a you know superficial nutcase Mm -hmm. you know oh yeah absolutely well don't get me (laughs) wrong if he's like beating you up and like going out and drinking and talking to girls on the internet all the time oh yeah that's just don't (laughs) just don't do that (laughs) no that's where you have to set your boundary and like yeah be like this is not working for me yeah exactly but then you have to you know just get like then you have to let that go Uh uh-huh you have to move forward there's no reason to you know stay do you think you've always been self-aware in your relationships, Jamo? I feel like listeners could be thinking like, oh, well, it sounds so easy for them. <laughs> to just say love is a choice, blah, blah, blah. They've been with somebody for five and seven years and whatever. But No, guys. Not always been so self-aware. Oh, I was the worst. I was like so selfish. Like I'm still I... probably the worst, you know? In five no. more years, I'm going to look back and be like, what the fuck? No. Like, why was I so crazy? No, we're great. <laughs> but I feel like in my relationships before... You know, I was never really even in, like, healthy relationships where I had, like, a boyfriend. Like, I've never really had, like, that person in my life that, you know, we did things together and we, like, lived together. Um, It was never like that ever. So I never had, like, a home with anybody else. I never wanted that. I never thought I was going to get married. I never wanted kids. I just, I don't know. And, like, every boy that I did, like start to have a relationship with I was just like yeah I'm bored (laughs) nah I really don't want this commitment like I can really only think of one person who I probably could have had a successful relationship with but it just like wasn't the right situation I guess you could say but Yeah. yeah I mean soon after that like I found you know Alex and I think for him I was just I'm glad that we didn't like just jump into it because, I don't know. And I mean, when we did start, like, hanging out, we had just really started hanging out. But, yeah, it was nice to, like, meet him and have him be an acquaintance. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I was nuts for a long time. Dude. And so selfish. And there's even something to say about, like, the end of, you know, my marriage before. Like, I was dealing with a lot of trauma And I was dealing with a lot of, you know, like, my parents got divorced, like, soon after me and Alex started dating. And, I mean, just old trauma in my life from before that and, like, old relationships. And, you know, I was in, like, fight or flight protective mode of myself constantly where I was not putting Alex first. And I wasn't self-aware enough to be, like, when he's being shitty at me, you know, because he was dealing with his own demons, too. Mm-hmm. It was like I played a victim a lot and I, yeah, probably like then did things out of spite to be like, well, you think you're going to hurt me that way? And there, ugh, you just can't do that. You just can't like live your life like victimized and then trying to like get back at that person because that's not healthy. And if that's how you are in relationships, you probably shouldn't be in one. Mm-hmm. Like you need to again be self-aware and confident and like love yourself enough to you know 
love others yeah and i think people tell you who they are you know what i mean like they definitely show you they definitely show you and if somebody says to you hey when we uh spend time together you're on your phone the whole time like that shouldn't be seen as an attack to you that should be seen as hey this person wants to spend quality time with me and I'm ignoring like their needs. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I do need to change and make something different. Yeah. You know, and you can't just like brush other people's feelings off when they do come to you with something like that, or you could improve the relationship as a whole. And guys, like also if you are the person being like, Hey, you're on your phone all the time and they freak out and they're like, well, you're on your phone all the time. I would just say, pull back and Mm -hmm. just analyze the situation because if they're starting to get like defensive fighting back with that is not even worth it and if you're the one getting defensive maybe figure out why that makes you feel so triggered Mm -hmm. exactly and then i mean well otherwise resentment Mm-hmm. And you're probably already at a level of resentment if you are on your phone all the time yeah. when you're with somebody. This is a case and example from my last relationship. This happened. And I was the one that was on my phone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he came to me and told me that. And I just, I remember just being like, I don't know, shelling up a little bit because feedback. But I didn't. If it were me now, I would be like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, I'm sorry. Because you have a different level of respect for Brian as well. And if you were already having resentment, you don't respect anybody that you resent. Like, resentment and respect cannot live Mm -hmm. in the same relationship. It just can't. That's exactly true. And once that resentment sits in there, it it takes work to nip it in the butt and make it stop. And once it gets too far, it's too far. Yeah. Then you really do need some major uh, help. Yeah. Yeah. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. And yeah. But just try not to get there. Once you feel resentment Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, creeping in, I think that's maybe the time to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And just let them know how you feel. And if you feel like... I don't know. I feel like um, the word burdensome just keeps like coming to mind too. Because it's when someone else feels like a burden to you that you're like carrying them along and you have to make all the choices for the relationship and you have to like drag them by their ear to make them propose to you or fucking like, you know, you clean all the time and you just do all the work while they sit and play video games or you do everything for them and it starts to feel like you don't want to do that anymore then Mm -hmm. you don't need to do that anymore yeah it's not worth it they don't respect you at that point and there's you can also sit down with your partner and be like hey listen i'm doing all of this shit i'm sacrificing all of this shit for you for us for our home Mm -hmm. or like if you guys don't live with each other just you're sacrificing and doing a lot making the decisions you know working hard at school and they're working minimum wage and have no ambition oh my gosh yeah have that conversation first Mm -hmm. like but come 
to the conversation with an open mind because everybody lives in their own reality. Right. And yeah, I feel like just coming to somebody and saying like, this is my boundary. I really don't feel comfortable, you know, doing everything anymore. You're really going to have to start stepping up. Like how they react to that is on them. Truth. That's their character. That's their, you know, idea of what they expect out of a relationship, whatever. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. you can't like then victimize yourself because if they start getting upset, then you know what you're capable of and if they're not willing to bring something to the table then maybe it's just not the relationship for you True. and that's okay you know not everybody's supposed to be together all the time yep people can be in your life as a learning lesson and there are certain activities that you like don't have to do together mm-hmm. like i have learned <laughs> recently that brian and i have completely different shopping styles and i just would much rather prefer going by myself than having him there yeah me like, too no offense but <laughs> and shopping is kind just, of like my like me like time. even grocery shopping like we're not doing this together oh god absolutely not and alex has to go gro- like that's one thing that's really sweet is alex really does like going to the grocery store with me and he like likes to go pick out food with me and but then there's days where i'm just like you can do it you can do it because every time we're there it's he's like oh we need this and we need this and we need this and i need to go look at this and in my head i'm like okay i'm going for a b c d e f g and i'm getting the fuck out of there (laughs) he likes to make it an experience and i'm just like yeah i try to make it an experience when i shop yeah i know you do i know i'm like i mean you do too with like clothes yeah with clothes but like groceries i'm like I think it's also like I don't I eat because it like fuels me like I think if I'm gonna like eat something tasty and like like that's like a treat I'm gonna go out for it but when Mm -hmm. it comes down to like cooking and all of that I'm like I just need the bare necessities Mm -hmm. I hear ya (laughs) yeah our Costco adventure was something I bet <laughs> I think I'm just like willing to spend money on stuff and when Brian sees price tags he, he's like what but like we just have a different uh, like value system of the dollar Yeah, in our heads that's kind of how I am I don't want to spend a bunch of money on food I don't I would like to spend a bunch of money going out to eat and like have an experience like going out like to fucking sway and knowing that I get my little sake and like my super yummy pad thai or just like getting a really nice glass of wine with like a really yummy dish like to me that's an experience but like we don't have to spend a hundred dollars at H-E-B oh no (laughs) like we really don't there's no reason to spend any more than like 50 bucks Mm -hmm. at H-E-B no I hear ya like I if we're gonna spend a hundred dollars I'd much rather just go out and do something fun but again compromise compromise exactly and just know where i don't know their boundaries lie not just yours yeah exactly because it's not about you all the time and there are like happy times that will come from that then like alex and i we do we laugh a lot together and we like train you know jujitsu together and that's so fun and like we are each other's like support system in the way we're like i don't know like 
it's hard to explain but things are like once you have the mutual understanding of each other and like you can feel it's chemistry you mm-hmm. know you can feel it and i love it when he's sweet and i love it when he's nice and him with the dogs is amazing but i'm learning how to feel those things i don't feel feelings <laughs> i don't feel feelings i just have all of them i just don't know what they are i guess i do feel them i just don't know what they are yeah Ugh, that's the worst i feel them and they just make me feel like uh-huh like why why Ugh. like i would much rather just feel like neutral than i don't think that's true because if you wanted to feel neutral you would get back on zoloft and adderall <laughs> You hated feeling neutral. I did. You want to check your co-star real quick? Yeah. Maybe not rather feel neutral, but it's like my safe place. I wonder if I'm going to have power in anything today. (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? Yes. If you can thaw the ice around your heart in winter, you can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Pressure in work, thinking and creativity, social life, section love, and self. Trouble with spirituality. Today's moon transit is causing trouble and testing your patience. A sense of regret or betrayal may be strong today. It probably isn't based in reality. Mine says exactly that as well Hmm. about the moon transit. Mine says it is less a question of what you desire and more about what you... And more about you needing your desire to be recognized. It is less a question of what you desire and more about you needing your desire to be recognized. I don't understand. I don't understand either. But I'm having power in thinking, creativity, spirituality, sex and love and self and trouble with social life. Hmm. I don't feel like I'm having power in any of those things, but as long <laughs> well, as CoStar says so. <laughs> at least you have power in something. <laughs> um, yeah, it is less... A question of what you desire and more about you needing your desire to be recognized. So do I need people to recognize my desires rather than the desire itself? You need to be recognized. Yeah. That's, I think that's, I would just skip to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, CoStar, for confusing the fuck out of me. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for Valentine's Day, though. And I'm trying not to, like... I don't know. I think I'm, like, scared to be like, oh, my God, happy Valentine's Day. I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. there are times where, you know, I do do that with him, and I feel like it is very authentic and real, but I'm also still, like, it's still scary. It's still, you know, I don't know. I don't want to put the idea of being like married and back together up there like i I, i'm more like protective of it now because i think in the past it was always like well it's valentine's day we have to do this it's you know our anniversary we have to do this and we have to look like we're happy and we have to like put this like front on and we have to do this and now i'm just kind of like let's just be Mm -hmm. maybe go out on tuesday instead because it won't be so crowded (laughs) <laughs> i think he works until 10 on friday anyway hmm. we'll figure something out though he has a jujitsu match the next day oh yeah so 
Isn't he going to work afterwards, too? Yeah. Be I'll be there for a client afterwards as well. Um, <clears throat> can we... Uh, I meant to ask you this. Oh, this is sweet. So the other day, Brian said that he wants to spend Sundays together. Aww. Especially if he has the day off, like, have make it an intentional day of love. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And then I realized later that we were going to have our dinner on Sunday night, but I'm going to reschedule that with you if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we're going to watch Parasite. I'm excited. It's a terrible movie and I might get a lot of backlash for saying that, but it won four Oscars. Yeah, I just did not. That did means not it's probably like it. great because Jamie has poor taste. Yeah, I'm just kidding. That was rude. Taste. I didn't mean it. I apologize. No, I don't care. Um, do you want to go out on Tuesday? Or Monday? No, not Monday, because I work on Monday. I think Business. I'm doing a client on Tuesday. Okay. Well, at some point. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll business. We'll business at some point. Do you want a humble brag? Yep. Um, my humble brag is... That you're in love? That I'm in love, yeah. I would say my humble brag is probably, yeah, my relationship definitely beat the odds. Seven-year anniversary coming up. Yeah, not everybody gets separated from their husband and gets back together and makes it work. Mm-hmm. So that's my humble brag. That is a good humble brag. My humble brag is that I, too, am in love. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian's sweet. Yeah. And nice and caring and helps me grow. He really is a great partner to have. Right. Especially for somebody like you. Who like needs that. (laughs) 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 Who am I? What do you mean? (laughs) Who needs just that like that safe place of being able to. A safe place. A person that helps me grow because I can have love easy, but he helps everything else. Yeah. You know. He does. He is. He's like your safe spot. He is. I always I always thought about us. Um like my analogy I had when we first got together was that he's like a lattice and I was the little vine that like grows Aww, cute. up. He's like my support system, yeah. you know? And like helps me get to where I'm trying to go by being strong and like there for me no matter what. But now I have to I think that was kind of a selfish view of me and us like back then because he is a Virgo and so on the outside he's very strong and structured (laughs) but on the inside he's like you know Mm -hmm. panicking and so I am now learning how to be there for him in um, all types of ways so that he can grow and like keep growing and feel supported and not feel like he has so much pressure yeah. Because that's his problem. I'm trying to deal with Alex's emotions. Yeah. Oh my God, he has Guys so have emotions, many. too. Guys. Guys have a lot of them. Oh, my God. They have so many emotions. Too many. Lots of them. You have to understand that. It's not always about you and your emotions. They have emotions. Mm-hmm. So true. A lot of them. Yep. Just the same. Yep. All right, people. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tiger Girls Club Podcast. Yeah, this was this was your episode of love. love. I'm <laughs> Becca. I'm Jamie.
and we hope you have a great valentine's weekend yeah and even if you don't have a sig other there's vibrators (laughs) (laughs) and there's other kinds of love there's friend love there's galentine's day love there's animal love oh my god just snuggle up with somebody just or your vibrator that's snuggle up with never mind okay Look it out, look it out.